Welcome back to another episode of Pulse on the Market, the show designed to help you as an investor make better, more educated financial decisions. I'm your host, Jaden Vrains, president of Vrains Capital, and let's get right into it. So first, from a geopolitical standpoint, the Houthi rebels off the coast of Yemen, they're still causing havoc. They're, they're still being menaces targeting American and British cargo ships, and it's just been a disaster. More than half of all cargo ships have stopped passing by the Suez Canal which is the, the canal north of Africa. And so to, to re, like how, how the majority of the cargo ships and cargo companies are reacting is they're passing by the southern tip of Africa. They're avoiding the Suez Canal completely, and this is affecting the global supply chain dramatically. The cost to ship things from place to place is getting so much more expensive. I believe it was around two and a half times more money because of the amount of fuel alone it needed in order to transport these huge, heavy cargo ships. So this is this is not a good look for the program, and the the Houthi rebels have said that they're they're not going to stop targeting American and British cargo ships or just in general ships passing through the Suez Canal. And even though the Ameri- like the U.S. has launched a few attacks on, on these Houthi rebels, they still continue to be menaces out on the, the Yemen coast in the Suez Canal. And yes, and also another geopolitical story is that three U.S. troops, you might have heard, three U- U.S. troops were killed in Jordan by an Iran, Iran-backed drone strike. That's, that's sad. I, I really, f- I'm honored by all all the people serving in the US and in the mil or in the military sorry it, it really is a true sacrifice especially to be out there in Iran Iraq Jordan area that is, the US military troops have all my respect and I feel bad for the families too that I've lost loved ones in these wars but the US retaliated in in Syria and Iraq and they launched drone strikes on seven facilities, seven Iran-backed militia facilities to help deter attacks on American troops in those regions. And so it, this isn't looking too well with, with this, with the Israel and Palestine war. Things are, are escalating, and it's not looking so well. And the last thing we need is another, another world war, right? Once the parties on both sides start getting involved, we could, yeah, quickly escalate into another world war. Hopefully not, because in World War II, which was over 80 million, it started over 80 million, or 80 million, 80 years ago, there was 15 million soldiers that died and 50 million civilians that died. That is terrible for, for, the, for the world in general. And so the last thing we need is another war. Like imagine if we spend the entire military budget of the, of the world on things that are actually productive. And... I was reading into it, $2.24 trillion every year are spent on militaristic purposes every single year. That is so much money. Imagine if we re- relocated, re- repurposed this money for things that are actually useful. That would be nice. It's, it's highly unrealistic, obviously, and history seems to repeat itself, but it would be nice, and we would see some huge advancements in the world. All right, back to a few stocks that I that I picked out that have outperformed everyone this in this week. Starting with Meta, they they just had a huge day on Friday. They they broke the the record for highest market cap added to a company in one single day, and it was two hundred billion dollars with a B in just one day. That's what they added to their market cap. It is now one point two two trillion, 
and they've also hit their highest RSI, which is the relative strength index, which indicates whether a stock is overbought or oversold, and it's the highest since 2013. That's crazy. It, that, that doesn't mean that it's going to tank tomorrow or on Monday necessarily, because there are many who, who believe the ability to become overbought is a sign of an underlying strength since a stock trends or it tends to be trending higher when RSI hurdles 70, which it's now at 86, which is far higher than that indication. But I mean, stock, it, the stock is trending and there, there has to be an underlying strength to even get to that point because they surpassed their expectations. Not sure who's coming out with these earnings reports, estimates, but companies like Decker and Meta are just blowing past these, these expectations. And speaking of Deckers, they added two billion to their to their market cap. They went from a little under twenty to twenty two billion dollars in in market cap. And the difference their their stock went up over a hundred dollars too per share, and Meta went up around eighty ninety dollars a share. But just the amount of outstanding outstanding shares in Meta is just so much greater than than Deckers. People see that Deckers is like a seven hundred dollar stock, and they're like, oh man. Yeah, they must have a huge market cap, but no, it's just because they haven't they haven't given as many outstanding shares. They haven't split as many times as Meta, obviously. And the last thing for the stock market that I'm going to talk about today is the Taiwan Semiconductor Manuf or as the it's just the semiconductors as a whole, and highlighter are Nvidia, AMD, and TSM, which is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. And it's been it's been going crazy. So semiconductors, first of all. Uh, in case you don't know, are an essential component of electronic devices. They help in communications, computing, healthcare, military systems, transportation, clean energy, and many other applications. They're they're super super applicable to a lot of different things in the world, which is why they're so popular right now too. And America actually has, I think it's the yeah the best semicondu- semiconductor production in the entire world because they account for nearly half of the world's semiconductor sales. If you saw recently that Nvidia got approved to to send chips over to China under the condition that they basically dumbed them down, they had to make them a little worse before they sent them to the to China, which which makes sense. And they're still super super good semiconductors, but they had to dumb them down before they sent all of them to China. So Nvidia went from 470 at the beginning of the year to 661 at the last close on Friday. That's a huge increase. There's a lot of people that are saying, "Well, Nvidia already grew x percent, x amount of percent in last year, and there's going to be an overselling once the new year hits." But there's a slight selling, not really, and then it just starts rocketing, skyrocketing up to 661. There's still a lot more juice in those boosters, and now it's 661. AMD, another semiconductor company went from 134 to 177 at the last close on friday and tsm taiwan semiconductor manufacturing company went from 99 to 115 and so the semiconductor industry is has been exploding and there was a rough hiccup on thursday it wasn't too bad but or on wednesday or thursday but now it's kicked back up in a full gear and nvidia just smashes the the markets yesterday all right and for the last thing of the day is bitcoin well is crypto in general so skybridge capital founder his name is anthony scaramucci he claims that once once the bitcoin halves that the price is going to take off in in that in that year within that year 
he sees Bitcoin soaring to at least $170,000 after the halving in April. And that, that's when the number of new Bitcoin entering circulation shrinks. So like this, the ability to mine Bitcoin gets cut in half. You get half the supply. And this happens every four years, roughly, give or take. And yeah, and so he is super bullish on Bitcoin. He thinks it's going up to at least 170,000. He said he was, he was playing it safe with that estimation. He was being generous. He says that whatever the stock or whatever Bitcoin is trading at, when it when, when when we hit april that you can multiply that by four so if it's at fifty thousand, he says it's going to hit two hundred thousand within that year if it's at sixty thousand, he says it's going to be hit two hundred and forty thousand. so he was he was playing it safe with the hundred and seventy thousand dollar estimate but he's not the only one that's bullish on bitcoin a lot of people are bullish on it and and it makes sense why just it's data it's historical accuracy or historical data just how it's performed in the past doesn't imply that it's going to happen again but statistically speaking it's most likely <laughs> so if it just continues with what history has done in the past then yes it will happen again and so that'll be it for for today's podcast it's short it's a saturday and just a little brief overview on how the world's doing and how a few stocks are doing. But that will be it for today's Pulse on the Market. Once again, thanks guys for, for watching. If you have any questions or comments or, or anything, you can let me know. Just comment. I also have the podcast on YouTube if you can't comment on whatever podcast you're listening to. So just just find, find a way to reach me through YouTube comments or whatnot. It's Pulse on the Market there as well. But here's a little disclaimer. I'll get this automated pretty soon here. But this podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial investment or legal advice. The content provided is based on the host's personal opinions and experiences. And listeners are advised to conduct their own research or seek the advice of qualified professionals before making any investment decisions. The host and guests do not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information shared. And they are not responsible for any actions taken based on the content of, the, of this podcast. Investing involves risk. It's all risky. <laughs> And past performance is not indicative of future results. The host and guests are not responsible for any losses or damages that may occur as a result of investments made after listening to this podcast. Once again, thanks, guys. You're the best. Please leave a good review. It helped me out a lot. And I'll see you on Monday.